Hello everyone. Today I'm talking about five common weight loss mistakes I commonly see. I'm going to jump right in and start by saying number one, assuming eating healthy food is going to be the solution and eating healthy food is great. Sticking to whole foods is fantastic. But in my experience, I've had a lot of clients come to me and go, everything I'm eating is healthy. It's all whole foods. There's nothing processed. There's nothing packaged. And I just can't seem to lose weight. In fact, I'm actually gaining weight. And then I actually have a look at what they're eating and they've kind of just gone on the assumption that as long as it's healthy food, their calories don't matter. And this is, this is the challenge. Calories do in fact matter. And it is absolutely possible to eat a calorie surplus of healthy food. Think about an avocado, for example, that's pretty darn calorie dense, super delicious, full of great healthy fats, but depending on how tall you are, how active you are, what else you're eating, that can be a really big chunk of your calories for the day if you're eating one or two a day. Or if you're someone who's decided to add, you know, one or two tablespoons of butter to your day, or, you know, <laughs> there's tons of healthy examples, even things like nuts, where people go, oh yeah, every time I'm hungry, I have a handful of nuts. Okay, well, what does a handful look like? And when they go to weigh it out, they're like, oh, I'm having 300 calories of nuts like twice a day in addition to four meals. And then this is kind of where the breakdown occurs with regards to thinking that there isn't a correlation between calories and healthy foods. And in fact, there really is. And so while I think it's fantastic to choose healthy and whole foods, I would at the same time say you have to be mindful of your overall calories consumed because that's what's going to determine whether or not you are in a calorie deficit or not. Number two, and that is overestimating calories burned. I am definitely someone who used to do this in the past. For example, I would get on the treadmill, enter my age, I enter my weight and I'm on there for however long and go, wow, I burned, you know, 450 calories in 35 minutes. And okay, maybe I did, but maybe I didn't. And between, you know, using things like the treadmill or using our fitness trackers or just, you know, what someone says they burned in a workout, we kind of tend to overestimate how many calories we're actually burning. And the reality is for a lot of us, we are being active for a very small part of our day. And then we're being sedentary for a larger part of it. I mean, think about how most people's lives work. You get up, you drive to work, you sit all day, you eat throughout the day, you drive home and you go sit in front of the TV. Maybe you got up early and you went to the gym for 45 minutes. Great. So for 45 minutes, you were active walking around, getting your heart rate up, but the rest of the day, not a lot's going on. And chances are most people don't even train seven days a week. I know I don't. And this is where your overestimation of calories can be detrimental because you go, oh, well, you know what? I went to the gym today. I worked it really hard for an hour. I'm going to get a smoothie at the smoothie bar at the gym. Great. I'm sure it's delicious. But in my experience, those also tend to be extremely calorie dense and sometimes even more and contain more calories in your actual workout. And so 
we also have that mentality of, well, I deserve this. Hey, you know what? You absolutely might deserve this, but I think there is, has to be, there, there tends to be a disconnect between I deserve this and, you know, this is the number of calories I burned and this is how much I need to be eating to be in a deficit or to be in a surplus or whatever it is for your goals. But really being mindful about, you know, how much you're burning and how much you think you're burning is going to be a, a ugh, <laughs> is going to be a game changer because I, for, for the most part, tell people I'm like underestimate how many calories you think you burned because chances are it's not as high as you think it is. And I have some people go, Oh, I burned a thousand calories in an hour doing this. And I think, wow, that's great. If you did in fact do that, that's incredible. That's holy smokes. You must've been working really, really hard. I mean, I don't know the last time I burned a thousand calories in an hour, but everyone's different. This isn't to say it isn't true for some people. Um, interesting fact, actually, uh, Vitaly was telling me about some studies that were done on chess players and how a lot of chess players would go through tournaments and they would just like be losing a lot of weight and come out, you know, skinny and people were like, what the heck is going on? And on average, um, in these, you know, very upper level chess chess tournaments, people were burning like upwards of 5,000 calories a day just because of the high level of brain function that was going on during these matches. And so, I mean, this is, I think that's such an interesting, um, fact, but also one where it's like, you, you don't know, right? There are things where it's like, depending how hard you're working, there's a lot of things that can be going on. So just as a general rule, I'd say underestimate how many calories you're burning. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Moving on to number three. I've had lots of women come to me and say, you know what? I'm only eating a thousand calories a day or 1200 calories a day. And I'm not seeing any progress. And I go, Ooh, holy smokes for someone as tall as you and someone as active as you, like that's really disconcerting. And you know, let's have a closer look at that before I actually say, Hey, you know what? Maybe you need to go speak to a doctor. Maybe there's, you know, some underlying issues going on here. And I'd say 99% of the time, once I get them to actually track their food, actually weigh or measure out their food, they're kind of like, oh, my supposed 1200 calories is actually 2000 calories. And yeah, I'm not eating as little as I thought I was because I think a lot of us also forget about things like liquid calories, or we forget about the oil that we cooked our meals in. We forgot about, you know, the half a cookie our friend shared with us, or, you know, the, the two bites of cake we had from our, our friend's plate. And all these things do add up. And all these bites, licks, and taste of food are ones where, you know, just because you forgot about it doesn't mean it doesn't count. And so this is definitely one area where before you jump to conclusions and say, oh my gosh, my metabolism is shot. I'm only eating this many calories. Nothing is happening. I would say, try to be real with yourself. Track everything you eat for a couple days. If you feel that's something uh, mentally that you're capable of doing and really assess, are you eating as little as you think you're eating or, and, and also tracking that consistently. Maybe you did eat a thousand calories twice uh, this week, but what happens the, the other days the, are the other days you're eating 2000, 2,500 calories. All of that makes a difference over the course of your week and your month and your year. And so that's when I would say, 
try to be realistic about tracking your food and seeing where those calories are adding up so you can actually assess what your intake is and if you need to cut back a little bit without being so drastic. All right, number four, and that is unrealistic expectations when it comes to weight loss. And I frequently have this with a few clients and it starts off very normal. They, okay, yeah, I'm coming into this. You know, I want lifestyle changes. I want sustainability. I'm thinking long-term. And then they start to see a little bit of progress and then a little bit more. And then it's kind of that mentality of, well, you know what, if I get a little bit more extreme, I bet I could see results even faster. And then imagine where I'll be in four weeks. You know, if I get more extreme, I'll lose this much more weight every week. And then before you know it, I'll actually be where I want to be. And that's, that's problematic because when you actually want to lose weight or work towards something and have the end result be something that you can maintain and sustain long term, you really need to be working towards that in a slow way where you can actually adhere to those lifestyle changes long term. I'm not talking about it being in a calorie deficit long-term, but I'm talking about the healthy habits that you establish for yourself. So you are not feeling like you're on the wagon or off the wagon or dieting or not dieting. You just simply make small changes here and there so you can maintain the progress that you do make. And I think when it comes to weight loss in particular, people think very short-term. They think, Hey, you know what? Next month, I'm going away on vacation and I'd really like to lose 15 pounds before my vacation. And I'd say, okay, um, how long ago or over what period of time did you kind of put on these 15 pounds that you'd like to lose? Oh, I'd say probably, you know, a year and a half, two years. Okay. And so knowing that you still want to be able to lose those 15 pounds in six weeks. Hmm. No wonder we kind of seem to have unrealistic expectations because we go through, you know, social media, even like local gyms. And they're like, oh, you know, a 30 day challenge, lose 10 pounds in 10 days. And I mean, I've had friends do those and say, Hey, you know what? Yeah, I got down to a size zero, but I was hardly eating any carbs. I was hardly eating any food. I was exercising, you know, two and a half, three hours a day. And no one who was you know, helping me do this was actually concerned about my well-being or my overall health. You know, people get looked at as a future transformation photo and saying, Hey, you know what? If I can get that person down to diet and look at that great transformation, I'm going to get so many more clients, but this is where rebounds happen. And this is where people lose a drastic amount of weight and then actually end up putting more weight back on than they actually lost. And so maybe you do lose the 15 pounds, but you put an extra five on and you're 20 pounds up from the weight you lost. And so this is where slow and steady wins the race. I know it's frustrating, but you need to think big picture. How long did it take you to put on those pounds that you're losing? Chances are it's more than a couple weeks. It's over months and it's over years of just kind of neglecting little things here and there and, you know, choosing this instead of that snacking mindlessly all of those things add up long term, but all of those little choices you make when you kind of put a positive spin on them and become more mindful also adds up long term. And that's where I would say, don't be in such a rush. Don't be 
choosing the most drastic approach for the fastest results. Think about what you can actually adhere to long-term. So maybe your expectations don't ha- aren't achieved as, as quickly as you would like, but I'd rather you have more realistic expectations and a more healthful approach to weight loss than doing something so drastically and then having issues and challenges after that. All right. And number five, and that is thinking that they can add exercise to their day or week and not have to change their eating at all. And this is one where I'm like, some people won't change their eating at all. will simply add exercise and get fantastic results. And I'm like, I feel like those people are the unicorns, the outliers. And for most of us, you know, if you start incorporating three days, going to the gym every week for an hour, so you add three hours a week, that's approximately 12 hours a month. Yeah. You might see some results. You might feel better. You might feel healthier that might cause you to make better food choices that might cause you to try to be more active outside the gym. And that might positively spiral into healthy lifestyle changes. But I see a lot of people go, Hey, what kind of cardio should I do to lose weight? What's the best exercise equipment to lose weight? And my answer is always like, you got to focus on your nutrition first and foremost, your nutrition. Truly, if you're trying to lose weight, nutrition is 70 to 80% of weight loss. Absolutely. You should be trying to be active. You should trying to go for walks, get your steps and get your cardio and lift weights, do your resistance training, but you can't expect to do cardio and lift weights and not change your approach to food. Because for most of us, food is the, the true challenge. We work out for an hour and then we go and eat tons of food. And so it's the whole, you can't out train a bad diet. That's, that's exactly what this relates to. So making sure that while you do make exercise a priority, you don't completely negate the importance of food, even if it's small changes, even if it's saying, Hey, you know what? I'm going to have pizza. I'm going to have pasta. I'm going to have all those things, but I'm going to have a little bit less than I did in the past. That's a change that will add up long-term. And even if it's small, I promise you those things do add up and will get you the results you're looking for, but don't negate the importance of nutrition because it is really, really important in the big scheme of things and for your overall health. All right, fam, that's all for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my new podcast and you can follow me on Instagram at justget.fit or email me at Nikki at justget.fit for one-on-one nutrition coaching. Thank you so much for listening.